I'm Rob Kirkup. Welcome to How Haunted, a weekly paranormal podcast where each episode we explore the horrible history and terrifying ghost stories of one of the scariest places on the planet. In episode 66 we head to Gloucestershire, where we step foot inside a mansion dating from the mid-19th century that was constructed at great cost, but it was never finished when the builders left, refusing to return. It has never been a home. Well, not for the living anyway. As it appears that this great house, which was abandoned from the beginning, is home to a number of spirits. Some more darker and dangerous than the others. Let's find out all about this mysterious building as we ask, just how haunted is Woodchester Mansion? Listener discretion is advised, as each episode of How Haunted will feature gruesome tales, horrific happenings, bloody murder and ghosts. So many ghosts. Listen on if you dare. Woodchester Mansion. Nestled at the western end of the picturesque Woodchester Park in Gloucestershire is a sight to behold. Its Gothic revival architecture, towering spires and intricate carvings stand in stark contrast to the surrounding countryside. Yet, despite its grandeur, Woodchester Mansion remains unfinished, a testament to its troubled history. We know that the history of the village of Woodchester itself dates back to at least the Romans, as there are the remains of a 4th century Roman villa with an incredible mosaic pavement, the largest and most detailed mosaic to be found in Britain, and the second largest in Europe, and it's this that Woodchester is best known for today, even if nobody can actually see it anymore. The Orpheus mosaic was rediscovered in 1973 by Gloucestershire-born antiquarian Samuel Leesons, and today it's buried beneath the churchyard. This is intentional as the village struggled to cope with the hordes of curious visitors coming to Woodchester to catch their very own glimpse of the incredible mosaic dating from 325 AD, which depicts Orpheus of Greek mythology charming all forms of life with his lyre. Since 1880 it's been uncovered seven times. The last of these coming in 1973 when 140,000 people came to see it in a seven week period, and then a decision was made to cover it up forever. In 410 AD the Romans left Britain, and in the 6th century the Saxons settled here. They created their village Udicester, meaning fortress in the wood. They stripped stone from the long abandoned Roman villa to repurpose the stone for their own structures. By the time of King Orthobald's rule over the Kingdom of Mercia, between 716 and 743 AD, Udicester had become part of Mercia. By the time of the Doomsday Book in 1086, with Britain now under the rule of William I, better known as William the Conqueror, Following the successful Norman conquest of England in 1066, Woodchester belonged to the powerful Saxon thane, Britric. During the Middle Ages, Woodchester changed hands many times, and the origins of Woodchester Mansion began in 1564, when George Huntley purchased the estate for £671, with plans to build a deer park and a small mansion which would be his hunting lodge. George died on the 31st of December 1580, leaving everything he owned to his wife Catherine, who in turn left all of her assets, including the estate of Woodchester, to her grandson George Huntley, the son of her eldest son John. The Huntleys built their deer park by building a wall around seven miles long to enclose the valley, and the Hunt Lodge was built in around 1612, 32 years after the man whose vision it had been had passed away. This was the first recorded building around the site of the current Woodchester mansion. But the cost of constructing the park and lodge just about bankrupted the Huntleys, and they were forced to sell the estate in 1613, 
the buyer being Sir Robert Ducey. Robert was Lord Mayor of London at the time, and he was a very wealthy man, to the point where King Charles I came to him to loan money. During the 17th and 18th centuries, the Duceys transformed the park at Woodchester. This included the Hunt Lodge being transformed into a grand house called Spring Park Mansion. When this happened is unknown, but what we do know is that in 1750, George William Frederick, the Prince of Wales, spent time here. He returned in 1788, by which time he had ascended to the throne as King George III of Great Britain and Ireland. The Ducies landscaped the valley at Woodchester, and the lakes and pleasure grounds they created remain to this day. The second Earl of Ducie inherited the estate in 1840, but with repairs required that would cost in the region of £8,000, the equivalent over a little over £1 million a day, the estate of Woodchester was put up for sale in 1843. Two years later, in 1845, William Lee bought it for £170,000, the equivalent of about £17 million a day. Having converted to Catholicism the previous year, he had big plans to not only build a home here suitable for his family, but he also wanted to construct a church and a monastery. William Lee was born in Liverpool in 1802 and came into money early in life, as he was just 13 years old when his father, also called William, died at the age of 60 in January 1815. This saw him inherit £100,000, the equivalent of over £11 million a day, as well as the Roby Hall estate near Liverpool. His education included Eton and Brasenose College in Oxford. He married at the age of 26 in 1828 to Caroline Cotterell, and they made Little Ashton Hall in Staffordshire their family home, welcoming their son, also called William, into the world the following year. After buying Woodchester, William enlisted the help of architect Augustus Pugin, best remembered today for pioneering the Goth Revival style of architecture, with his work including the interior of Westminster Palace, and its iconic clock tower which houses Big Ben. Lee asked Pugin to survey Spring Park Mansion, aware that it required costly repairs. His expert opinion was damning upon visiting Woodchester, condemning the mansion by saying, a more hopeless case of repairs I never saw. He recommended it would make far more sense to replace Spring Park Mansion with a new house. He designed this new house which had an estimated cost of £7,118. The Lee family moved into the gardener's cottage known as The Cottage on the south side of Woodchester Valley and Spring Park Mansion was demolished. While the building of the new Woodchester Mansion was being planned, William Lee had his church and monastery built at South Woodchester. It was designed by the Catholic architect Charles Hansom. The Church of Annunciation was completed in 1849 and the monastery in 1853. Work began on Woodchester Mansion at some point in the 1850s. Some sources say 1856, others say 1858. The reason for the 1858 date appears to be due to that date appearing on the clock tower. Another date to be found on the structure itself can be found in the plaster on the roof where 1866 is etched. It was built mostly from local limestone. The ground floor rooms had stone vaulted ceilings, showing just how opulent William Lee wanted this house to be for his family. The south side of the mansion is particularly grand with a huge amount of glazing and it has four gargoyles, reflecting the hunt and history of the estate. There's a fox, a wild boar and two dogs. The house inside was coming along wonderfully, and it was clearly going to be every bit as magnificent as the exterior and the grounds upon which it was being built. A stunning chapel was created. Lee's religion had a huge impact on the design of Woodchester Mansion. The chapel has stunning bosses in the roof cut to reflect the local flora, 
the four pet dogs owned by William Lee's daughter, and two green men. Green men being a motif in architecture and art of a face made of or completely surrounded by foliage, which normally spreads out from the centre of the face. The bathroom had a bath carved from a single block of stone, and a water cure room. This is a shower cubicle made of stone with cold water flowing through a carved stone leopard's head. There is a fireplace in the bathroom with carved fruit, a snake and birds on it. The grand staircase is also a thing of beauty. But, in 1870 with the house not finished, the builders left and never returned. It's widely accepted that the main reason for this was simply that money was running out. But this was combined with William Lee being an obsessive perfectionist when it came to his mansion. He wanted to oversee every aspect of its creation, and by 1870 his health was failing, meaning that he was holding up progress. But ever since work stopped on Woodchester, there have been alternative, darker theories thrown around to explain the workmen suddenly leaving and never coming back, not even taking the time to gather up their tools to take with them. The most popular of these was that there was a murder on the site, causing the workmen to flee, believing that they may be the next victim. There is no evidence of this happening, although it does appear that there may have been accidental deaths during the building work. Some drawings were produced in 1871 with a view to completing the house, but when William Lee died on the 4th of January 1873 at the age of 70, Woodchester Mansion remained incomplete, and his family were still living in the cottage. Woodchester Mansion was inherited by William's son, also called William, but known by his family as Willie. Willie had long had an interest in his father's business dealings, and in 1849, at the age of just 20, he sent his father a letter which included the following extract. I hope, however, dearest Papa, as I am soon coming of age, I may be consulted in all your plans regarding myself, the estate, and other matters which according to the natural course of things will come to me. That time had come, and Willie wasted no time in exploring options to complete Woodchester Mansion, to be a home for his family. He had met his wife Ada while travelling in Europe. She had been born in Madras in India. They wed in 1859 when she was just 18, and together they had six children, Frank, Mary Blanche, Beatrice Cecilia, Henry Vincent, Arthur Hubert, who sadly only lived for three months, and finally Bertrand Charles. Ten days after giving birth to her youngest son, on the 6th of February 1871, Ada died from complications from his birth at the age of just 30. She was buried in the family vault at Woodchester at the Church of Annunciation. Mrs Eliza Jarrett, who was Ada's widowed mother, had lived with the family prior to her daughter's death and continued to do so to help look after the five children and maintain Willie's household. In May 1873, Willie received an estimate from architect James Wilson of Bath, who said it would cost around £7,000 to complete Woodchester Mansion. The vaulted ceilings, which Willie's father had been so in favour of, were cause for the great expense, as they were not yet complete throughout the building. Wilson actually suggested that Willie should build a new house altogether. This was backed up by another architect, Benjamin Bucknell, who had worked on the incomplete house during its initial construction phase, and he provided three quotes to Willie. If he completed the west wing of the mansion only, so his family could live there for now, that would cost £2,000. To complete the west and south wings would cost £7,000. Or build a brand new house elsewhere on the estate at a cost of £5,000. The biggest concern to Willie 
was Bucknell's observation that once Woodchester Mansion was complete, it would cost between £8,000 and £10,000 a year to run the finished mansion. Willie's income from the estate was roughly half of the lower end of this cost, so this simply wasn't an option. So the plans to complete Woodchester Mansion were abandoned entirely for now, and instead Willie loaned money in order to hire Bucknell to extend the cottage, which ended up with 15 bedrooms. The 1880s was a difficult decade for the Lees, with financial struggles, largely due to Willie's loans. And by the 1890s, the estate had started to fall into disrepair. Willie's three sons were not involved at all in the estate. However, his eldest daughter Blanche Lee was, and in the early 1900s, she helped her father, who was now in his 70s, with Woodchester. And she clearly had a knack for business, as she quickly turned around the fortunes of the estate, and wisely hired Ernest Poulton, as agent for the estate in 1905, who made significant improvements, instigating repairs and increasing revenue. Willie Lee died in October 1906 at the age of 77. Blanche suggested to her older brother Frank, who inherited the estate, that they should finally complete Woodchester Mansion and offset the cost to do so by letting it out. Sadly, Frank himself died only a few months later in January 1907, as he'd been in poor health. So this never came to pass as the estate was passed into the ownership of Willie's second son, Henry Vincent, who continued to improve the estate, but chose not to complete Woodchester Mansion. And in 1921, he received an offer to buy the estate of Woodchester. He accepted this, and it was sold in March of the following year for £52,500. The new owners kept Ernest Poulton and Blanche Leon to manage rents for the properties within the estate. And this arrangement actually allowed Blanche to establish a possession title to the central thousand acres of the estate. And this is exactly what she did in 1935. This area became the property of the Lee family once again. And it included Woodchester Mansion. Three years later, however, she was offered money for the empty mansion. And being over 70 years old, she accepted. The first sale agreed was to a religious order, which pleased Blanche greatly. But this fell through. So instead a reluctant sale was agreed with the Barnwood House Trust, who planned to turn the mansion into a mental hospital. World War II broke out the following year, and this saw the plans delayed. During the war, Woodchester was used by troops based in the park for training. In 1944 this included American and Canadian troops. The lakes in the valley made it perfect for practice and bridge building for the D-Day landings. There was a huge amount of secrecy around what was happening here, with barbed wire surrounding the park, and armed sentries positioned around the perimeter. There have been rumours ever since, which have never been confirmed, that before the brave men set off to France, an armoured vehicle was crossing one of the lakes over one of these temporary bridges when it fell off and sank into the water. Between two and twenty men were inside that vehicle, and all of them drowned. Their bodies were taken into Woodchester Mansion where they were laid out in the game larder. Following the end of the war in 1945, the estate was empty and unused again and the plans made to turn the house into a mental hospital never came to pass. In 1953, Woodchester Mansion and its estate were sold on again. The cottage was lived in, but the mansion once again wasn't utilised. The owners attempted to keep the roof in good condition, knowing that any leaks would be disastrous, for the neglected interior. In 1988, Woodchester Mansion and 32 acres of land were bought by Stroud District Council, and the Woodchester Mansion Trust was established. Today the park is open to the public daily, and the Grade 1 listed Woodchester Mansion is open for visitors from March to November. It may never have been a home, 
but today it's home to over 200 bats of the greater horseshoe and lesser horseshoe variety. And the park is loved by deer and around 132 different species of birds, including the common kingfisher, tawny owls, peregrine falcons, and several species of woodpeckers. Woodchester Mansion remains a haunting reminder of its unfinished dreams, a gothic masterpiece frozen in time. Its incomplete state and its history of abandonment have added to the reputation it now has as one of the most haunted houses in the country. Visitors report hearing strange noises, seeing apparitions, and experience an unexplained phenomena. Some have even claimed to have been touched or attacked by unseen forces. Despite this reputation, Woodchester Mansion remains a popular tourist destination. Visitors are drawn to its unique architecture, its mysterious history, and its stunning, yet remote location. The notion that this area may be haunted predate the actual building of Woodchester Mansion, is there is a story of a full spectral apparition making an appearance in 1840 at Spring Park Mansion, which was later demolished to make way for the building of Woodchester Mansion. When his father passed away and the second Earl of Ducie inherited the castle and the title of Earl, he threw a banquet at the mansion to commemorate his succession. Suddenly the ghost of the Earl's dead father appeared, and he was seen by all present. He sat down at the head of the table, the seat which until so recently would have been his. Unsurprisingly, the guests were so frightened that they all, including the new Earl, fled the mansion bringing the party to a premature end. The chapel, which Catholic convert William Lee was so invested in the construction of, appears to be especially active. The fragrance of freshly extinguished candles was regularly reported, despite there being no candles here. Visitors have also had stones thrown at them by unseen hands. It appears to be to get their attention, as opposed to anything malevolent. A short man has been seen standing in one of the chapel doorways, standing at the ornate windows, never moving, never speaking, just staring. Some people have suggested that he may be a dismayed stonemason, broken-hearted, that his hard work has been ruined by water damage over the years since it was so carefully crafted, but it seems likely we'll never know his identity. It does seem, however, that a paranormal investigation conducted here in 2005 may have actually captured video footage of this mysterious phantom. The story made the local press, and one such version of the story is on the Gloucestershire BBC website, and it's entitled, Ghost Caught on CCTV. The still image from the CCTV referred to in the news article is over on the Instagram at How Haunted Pod right now if you want to check it out. The article reads as follows. Said to be one of the most haunted places in the UK, Woodchester Mansion stands in a secluded valley in Gloucestershire, and it was here that a ghostly video was taken by Tristan Swale, a researcher for the Seven Sides Centre of Fortean Research and the Gloucestershire Paranormal Research Group. On the evening of the 7th of October 2005, members of the Dursley-based Seven Sides Centre for Fortean Research attended Woodchester Mansion for an overnight investigation in conjunction with Gloucestershire Paranormal Group. Despite having never been formally occupied, Woodchester Mansion is rich with ghostly heritage, much of it being poltergeist in nature, and we hope to experience some of this for ourselves. Like many other paranormal investigators, those present utilised both scientific and spiritual methodology. For the former, the group was equipped with environmental monitoring equipment, video, and CCTV cameras. The group's sensitive was able to offer additional thoughts with what he believed to be his psychic abilities. The main focus of the night's events would be the second floor corridor, where unusual blue-coloured light phenomena, visible clearly to the naked eye, would twice evade capture on film. 
The first was a perfect sphere of light, the size of a ten-pence coin, which rapidly travelled the corridor before disappearing at the knees of two investigators, one of whom was left dazed with a strong feeling of déjà vu. On the second occasion the corridor was dimly illuminated for approximately three seconds by a blue glow descending from the rafters. Having conducted through physical searches for the likely cause of both phenomena, they remain without explanation, although the linkage between the feelings of déjà vu and epilepsy hint that at least the first of these events may possibly have been electrical in origin. For those who prefer a supernatural angle, mediums feel that they have picked up on the presence of two spirits in the same location. Only one of these has been identified as human. So that was that, an interesting night, but not exactly any conclusive proof of something supernatural at Woodchester. That was until a few days later when the group's CCTV footage was analysed. Says Tristan, The footage was from a CCTV we had set up in the chapel of the mansion. Nobody was on the ground floor at the time it was taken. I remain open-minded to its origin, although if you look closely, the hooded apparition certainly appears to be behind the scaffolding. My own feeling is that the apparition is probably a torch beam from a southwesterly direction from one of the upstairs corridors, although until we can get access down there again, we won't be able to attempt to recreate it. The kitchen is another haunted hotspot, with as many as three different spirits being encountered here. There is a very tall man found in the kitchen, as well as the adjoining corridors. Then there's a young man who hides in a corner, crouched down as if attempting to hide from someone. Mediums to the mansion have claimed that these two men are connected, and the young man has attempted to stay away from the tall man. Then there's an Irish woman who sings in a lovely Irish brogue. Who these three characters are, and how they fit into the history of Woodchester Mansion or the site on which it stands, is completely unknown. Another playful spectre, who we have no name or backstory for, is a young girl seen happily playing and skipping throughout the unfinished mansion, most often on the grand staircase. At the top of the staircase on the first floor is a pretty young woman with long blonde flowing hair. She's been seen in a bedroom. She looks out of the window at the people coming and going while visiting the mansion that she calls home. Poltergeist activity is commonplace with things being thrown around and incredibly loud bangs coming from empty rooms, seemingly for no reason. Mists have been seen floating throughout the building. While the spirits encountered throughout Woodchester Mansion seem harmless, the same cannot be said for what is lurking underground in the cellar, which has been described as having dark energy, which seemingly does not like intruders coming into their area. Guests have reported the intense feeling of being watched, followed with the sounds of heavy footsteps, banging and moaning noises. An old woman has been seen in the shadows. She attacks females when they turn their back on her, grabbing at them in the darkness. Visitors have passed out all of a sudden. Others have noticed scratch marks on their body underneath their clothes following their day at Woodchester. A disembodied floating head has been seen, staring at the unfortunate visitor. The head never blinks, but the moment that the visitor looks away or blinks, it's gone. Following a paranormal investigation at Woodchester Mansion in October of this year, 2023, the Gloucestershire Live website reported on the activity experienced by the group when they were in the cellar of the mansion. The story is entitled Ghost Hunters Visit Haunted Mansion on Friday the 13th and Feel Sick, and it reads as follows. A group of professional ghost hunters and sceptical members of the public with cameras and microphones, while spending some of the night at the mansion, said that they were all told to leave reportedly by ghostly voices. They witnessed strange lights, and they were even made to feel sick by some phantom presence. 
Ghost Whisperer Tony Ferguson's group began late at night on Friday the 13th by investigating the mansion's cellar area with somebody who works there. He said that the worker and many other members of the group were sceptics, but what the experience there challenged even the non-believers. Tony said, While we were calling out, we heard a male voice on several occasions saying, Get out. When we asked, Are you one of the former owners? A male voice said, Yes. And the amazing thing is that some of the public heard this with their naked ear, and the camera picked this up. Things turned a little sinister in the cellar when a member of public had to leave as he started to feel sick, and everyone else said that they started to feel very uncomfortable. The group was confronted with strange flashes of light with no source, voices telling them to leave, and all manner of otherworldly sensations. Many of these were supposedly caught by the video camera and microphones of the ghost hunters. Tony continued, We then changed groups and went to the top floor, where a member of the group had a very horrible encounter years ago, and said he does not feel comfortable up there again. We caught some strange noises up there and heard a male voice saying get out, as well as footsteps which the public pointed out. I then went back upstairs as I wanted to find out what was going on. As I panned over, a clear male voice said get out. I heard it and the camera has picked up on it. Their experience at Woodchester Mansion was said to have challenged even the sceptics, after experiencing paranormal activity, including clear voices, strange sensations and unexplained noises and lights. Experienced ghost whisperer Tony said, Overall the location is very strange. So many unexplained things going on here. I would put this location in my top 20 haunted locations in the UK, and I have investigated thousands of locations in my many years of doing this. The events of World War II appear to have left their mark on Woodchester Mansion, with mediums claiming to have picked up on men in military uniforms inside the mansion, and music from that period coming from rooms that are known to be empty, and have nothing capable of playing music within them. In July of 2019, the ghosts of Woodchester Mansion were once again back in the local news, as the Gloucestershire Live website reported on a story called Watch Ghosts Open and Close Door on Request in Gloucestershire's Most Haunted House. It reads, Spooky footage has emerged from a notoriously haunted location in Gloucestershire. In video footage that has been submitted by the team at Spirit Investigators UK, a door can be seen to open and close apparently on demand, without any human intervention. The investigation was carried out at Woodchester Mansion, which has long been said to be haunted. Paranormal investigator Kelly Pfeffers, 32, is fascinated with the paranormal world. She has had what she claims as first-hand experience of paranormal activity in her home when she lived in Plymouth. Kelly said, To be honest, this was my first real proper event. I have had experience in my home in Plymouth, but that was really bad. We had to get a priest in and get the house cleared. When that door shut on command, I was really excited. I cannot explain it. The more that I go there, the more that I find. The first real experience that Kelly had of the paranormal was not something to be laughed at. She claims that there were pans thrown around and that she heard voices in her home. Scarily, she came home one day to find that objects were often lined up. On one occasion, she came home and found that perfume bottles had been moved and were in a neat row on her dressing table. She said, I lived by myself and used to see black shadows in the house. The GPS paranormal helped me get the house sorted and get rid of what was there. They were also there at the Woodchester Mansion investigation. We had four others with us on the night. We just could not believe it when we saw the door open and close on command. We will be holding other investigations here in the future. 
I'm going to link this article in the podcast episode description so you can take a look for yourself and make your own mind up as to what could be causing the door to open and close seemingly on command. You can follow How Haunted on Twitter at at HowHauntedPod or over on Instagram at HowHauntedPod where you will see photos galore relating to Woodchester Mansion. If you want to get in touch, you can do so by visiting the website at www.how-haunted.com or you can email me at rob at how-haunted.com If you'd like to support the show, you could sign up to one of three Patreon tiers. They start at as little as £1. You can get early ad-free access to episodes and a monthly bonus episode where I conduct a paranormal investigation, talking you through the history, the ghost stories and what happened on the night itself. This is interspersed with audio from the ghost hunt. What's more, there's a free 7 day trial to the £3 here so you could get access right now to November's special episode which joins me overnight at the Bedlam Theatre in Edinburgh. There's also all of the other special episodes which include the big Halloween special at the Golden Fleece in York, the National Railway Museum, Dalhousie Castle Hotel, York Dungeon, the Camo Estate, Haggerston Castle Holiday Park and more. The Christmas Patreon episode will see me spend the night at Kielder Castle in Northumberland. You can also get yourself some exclusive How Haunted merch including a mug and a t-shirt. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash howhauntedpod. If you'd like to support the show but you aren't a fan of Patreon, why not donate £2? Perhaps as a Christmas gift to me at buymeacoffee.com forward slash howhauntedpod. All the information and links are in the podcast episode description. If you've enjoyed this episode then please consider leaving a review on your podcast provider of choice. It really does help other people to find How Haunted. Next time out we continue to look at Woodchester Mansion as I'm joined by previous polar guest Emma from the Weird Wiltshire blog and we will discuss the mysterious origins of the building, the ghosts believed to haunt it and much, much more. Join me next week as Emma and I ask just how haunted is Woodchester Mansion? Thank you so much for accompanying me for our paranormal adventures once again. Stay safe and join me next time when we will once again ask the question How haunted?